0: Beyond Governance, making sense of doing business in South Africa, is proudly sponsored by Plus94 Research, the science of decision making.
1: Hello to everyone and thanks for tuning in. This is Beyond Governance show at 1.9 High FM and my name is Nimraten As always, I am pleased to share this space and time with you as we celebrate Youth Month. If your proverbial glass is half full, then indeed we can and should celebrate small things happening in our lives, as opposed to languishing in what could have or should have. This state of mind does not mean we cannot strive for perfection or greatness, which, by the way, is always a moving target. My point is, let us celebrate Youth Month, notwithstanding the social and economic challenges facing youth today. Winter is certainly upon us, as it is freezing, especially in the morning and late at night. Once again. I'm appealing to you, the beloved listener of the show, to spare a moment, reach out to the needy. Let's make a difference in someone's life by donating food parcels, clothes, blankets, as these items certainly make a difference to those who I need. In this show, we pride ourselves in bringing you, the beloved listener, thought leaders who shape the popular and sometimes unpopular economic and social narrative in this country. To balance the scale, however, also bring the beneficiaries experiences and perspectives on government policy and programs on critical economic such as mining, agriculture, and information technology. All these domains are part of the transformation agenda, which is inherently a business and not a compliance imperative it sometimes adopted. If you miss any of our previous show, not to worry, simply visit our website, which is www.highfm.com. And look for beyond governance and download the podcast and share your views with us through uh, our sms line or telegram or even twitter sms line is 34519 as we kick off the show it is proper to acknowledge the technical producer and his name is Fusi masinga thank you for doing a stealing work and i'm sure the station manager will certainly give you a bonus and when she asked tell her i said so i'm just kidding the point is you don't have to tell her anything she knows what, what needs to be done. And besides, a, she does the right thing all the time. In today's conversation, I'm joined by Alton Debejani and the Seja These are community activists who are concerned about disempowerment of the mining communities in the Sikukunid and Murakalakwena region. Before we sink our tip on this topic, which is on mining, I just want us to reflect on the major issues which dominated the national uh, discourse over the past week. We noted that Arthur Fraser laid charges of money laundering, kidnapping and corruption against the president, accusing him of breaching the prevention of organized crime acts. Fraser also alleged that the president failed to report the breaking at his farmhouse in Limpopo, which took place, believe it or not, in 2020. Instead, the president is allegedly to have paid off the suspects to buy their silence. As expected, these allegations became a tsunami in the public space. Every single person has something to say about these allegations. Here's my contribution. In my mind, there is a relationship between economic growth and political stability. The less stable the country is perceived to be, the more difficult it is to attract both domestic and international investment. The stability stability perceived or real is the fundamental and critical ingredient for any investment. If you combine political instability and dysfunctional state owned entities such as ESCOM, amongst others. What do you think the rating agency's outlook will become? What do you think the rating agency will become? What everybody needs to appreciate, in my mind, and promote at all costs is the application of the rule of law. The moment we apply this principle, the country will overcome the crippling impact of the state capture and a stale warning to those who are committing economic sabotage. Moving on, let me take this opportunity to welcome my guest, researcher Nohodi as well as Tomejani, who just might be delayed. However, these are community leaders that are concerned, as I've indicated earlier, about the disempowerment of the mining communities in the area of Shikukuni district and a place called Mukwara-Kwena region. The focal Point is the extent to which the mining charter is being implemented as it formed the basis for the Department of Mineral Resources issuing of mining permits to companies intending to mine or already mining in South Africa. If I may I can quickly reflect on six elements of mining charter, which I'm hopeful that the colleague will touch on. It's about ownership, it's about procurement, it's about employment equity, it's about beneficiation, it's about human resource development, of course, community development. These requirements set forth in the charter are quite onerous. Be that it is made, these are something that needs to be done. But without any waste of time, let me take this opportunity to welcome my colleague here. Mr. good evening and welcome to Beyond Governance. Good evening, Dr. Mbele, and to your listeners. I you, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mr. Mbele. Give us a sense of what, which are the mining houses operating in the and Polakwe in our region, and what are the issues born out of the mining charter?
2: The company is Anglo-American Platinum. The mine is Twickenham mine and um, in relation to the mining charter, well, they've got the, the project Alchemy underway, but we are not happy with the model itself. As the mining communities in Tukenam, we demand full participation and also uh, accountability, transparency as far as the project Alchemy is concerned.
1: I personally, we could just go back and say there's a project that is underway and you are concerned about participation. And inclusion of the community could you just give us a sense. What is the project all about?
2: It's not necessarily a project. It's just the name of the trust. It's called the Alchemy Project or Project the Alchemy. Name of the trust is a community trust. Yes. Remember the mining charter gives directives that every mining house or mining operations should then establish a vehicle to ensure community a uh, beneficiation. In this case, the Anglo established a project Alchemy for its communities. So as communities, we are not happy about uh, the model to start with and um, because now in each and every operation, they open a sub-trust. Those sub trust we are not getting information as to where the money go into. What we see is them supporting or even building police stations or semi-police stations next to the mine area. So it doesn't assist communities in any way. That's maybe let me just bring a lesser on this issue. What is your contribution in terms of
1: what Elton pointed out? One is the issue of the establishment of a trust, which is meant to
0: be a vehicle that would foster a beneficiation. What's your take on that? I think our situation might be different, it might differ a little bit in respect of you know the locality and the method of operation. We as a community doesn't necessarily deal with mining per se, but we are dealing with the smelting process. That's where, as a community, we have uh, leased a piece of land to Anglo-Platinum, whereby the land is about uh, approximately 720 hectares of land. And on that piece of land, we are being remunerated monthly. For the money to the tune of 4,300 rands. And of which, according to us, this is just, you know, it is a pure insult. And it is against human dignity and respect in the sense that we take Anglo Platinum to be the giant, you know, within the mining sector. So by them having of land in, in our space, we thought it is of fundamental you know, importance that should have reviewed that lease agreement so that maybe by far, because we are talking about 20 years whereby Emeril Platinum was its operations within our land. Since then and until this far, we have not seen any change in respect of, you know, uh, a to the issue of the mining charter itself, in respect of the issue of employment. Our community has been sidelined. For more than twenty years, in terms of employment, we don't get any recognition. We don't get anything from Enel Platinum in respect of community beneficiaries. We are not even so sure as to whether they understand that they are operating within our land, or maybe they are doing it deliberately, just you know, to make us feel small and belittled. But however, we have tried to engage them on several times. On that note, you
1: just hold on a second because. I think you really bring up a very interesting point. We're gonna have to pay a bill. We'll come back just in a second.
0: Beyond governance, making sense of doing business in South Africa is proudly sponsored by Plus94 Research, the science of decision making.
1: Welcome back. If you've just joined us, we haven't really moved a needle quite far. Uh, I'm joined by Elton Tobedani and Lisa Jadnah These are community leaders concerned about disempowerment of mining communities in Sikukuni district, as well as Muharaquina region. Before we took that small break, the colleagues were giving us insight around what they perceived as an insult um, in inverted commerce. Firstly, let me just go back to you, uh, Lecetia, you indicated to us that you have leased the 720 hectares to Anglo, and you are being remunerated 420,000 per month. In your view, this is highly unacceptable. But first and foremost, at what point were you not aware of what would have been... let me put it this way. What was the initial agreement about the compensation month? At what point did you realize that this was not in a good spirit?
0: Thank you. To start from the beginning, even though I'm going to cut the story short. Uh, When Anglo-Platinum approached us, it was about 20 years ago, whereby we were led by our elders, actually, who facilitated the process. So unfortunately, being given the the history of our black society, we are always intimidated by smaller things. Whereby, upon the signing of the contract, it was said that because our land by then was declared an agricultural land. But, however, they managed to establish this multi-million institution or a complex whereby it has been industrialized. By so saying, I mean... How can you industrialize a piece of land? At the same time, you want to argue that you will never pay us that amount in terms of, you know, the establishment uh, value. But you seem to disregard the fact that we as a community had faith in you by entrusting you with our piece of land. Knowing exactly that uh, in the long run, because we have got a 99-year lease with annual Platinum, whereby the 4,300 monthly rent, we discussed it in several meetings that we need to review the contract and review this amount. However, you know, they've been, you know, taking us from pillar to post in the light that maybe they want to benefit. Then, so far, we have tried and we have exhausted all avenues in trying to talk to these guys. They seem to be adamant that they don't want to, you know, to change anything. We are not given preference in terms of business opportunities, actually, whereby non-local businesses are being given priority over us. We made a request to them to say that maybe, what if maybe, even if they give these guys, you know, these main contracts, but they, these guys, upon arrival, they should just, you know, lend us an ear. By giving us maybe the joint venture things or subcontracts and stuff. But however, this didn't happen in a while. We have got a certain desk within Anglo Platinum, which is dealing specifically with social performance desk, which has failed us dismally so. They declare non-local businesses to be, you know, residing within our areas. They, they are just doing chaos. And we are fed up with these people because we have been trying to caution them to say, if you need to do things, do everything with us. Nothing about us without us. But they seem to be distant. They are doing everything the way they like. With disregard to the fact that they have been given a piece of land in our community or in our land, in our piece of land which, according to us, it was inheritance from our forefathers. Remember, this land was given back to us by the land restitution program. It was taken back in the days by the old, the apartheid regime, but given back to us through that the land restitution process. We feel that since this happened to us, we have been taken back. Earlier on,
1: you know, you said to us that you are displeased with the trust formation or the arrangement of the trust for the trust does not represent your interest. Can you just unpack it for us? What do you mean by that? Because that seems to be
0: the starting point of your drive. I think uh, on that issue, Elton eh, has got more flesh on it. With our trust, Rebuia Trust, which re- represents us, which is the mediator between the community and uh, Anglo-Platinum. With us, we don't see any problem. With Rebuia Trust, Everything is, you know, up and running and we have got good management, we've got good leadership, then we are happy about that. It is only around Sikukune um, where Elton is coming from, where I think they've got a challenge with their own trust. But with us, we don't, you know, we don't seem to have a problem. But the only challenge is that we feel that our trust is being marginalised, is not being given the status that it deserves. One of the issues that you brought to attention is this one billion grand project. Yeah.
1: And you saying to us, you have indicated that one procurement is not kosher. Secondly, the skill transfer has not been done. You also said to us issues around incubations because most of your projects, personally, or your businesses have not matured enough. Hence, you wanted to the, the introduction of of incubator. Why have these issues that you adequately put before us have not been addressed and what could have been the challenge
0: That's a million dollar question I think uh, Pattam can be able to articulate on because we have raised these issues with them and it is not now remember I said it is about 20 years now that they were doing business you know with us being marginalized like that You know, this Anglo-Platinum, it feels like, you know, a big, big, a giant elephant, actually, whereby it it does as it wishes at any time. You know, we have tried to give them, you know, to come up with suggestions, you know, to say how best can we address these issues, how, you know, giving our, our inputs to that effect. But we seem to be, you know, talking to to, to deaf ears, because, you know, they will give you an ear as and when they are with you. But immediately after that meeting, after that session, then nothing will ever suffice from, you know, your utterances and everything. Then that is where we feel that, you know what, we want to give it, you know, a little push because we feel that we have been marginalized for long. We have been treated like persona non grata, voiceless, faceless. We feel useless before their eyes, even though we know our worth. Because if ever it was through us, they wouldn't be here doing that kind of business. So we thought maybe by us having, you know, interacted with them, having given them spaces to operate in other areas like, uh, like your Mohalakou and your Dubati, your they are mining minerals there. Taking those minerals, you know, to other areas to benefit those areas. How do you feel? You know, undermining a community to such extent that you don't even feel anything. You know, when doing wrong, you feel like you know everything is well. It can be. It can be. Give us a sense of your formation as an
1: activist. Your umbrella as you obviously lobby different stakeholders. Put us in your confidence as to who you are as a lobbying group uh, who is represented in your lobbying group, so that we get a fuller picture of who you are in terms of the interest
0: that you are trying to push on behalf of the community? As I have already alluded in the past, but uh, uh, previously, that we come from different formations. So with us, as rebuild Trust, we are not a mining community. We only Anglo uh, Platinum land to erect a smelter, to build a smelter. So we don't have a chief in our area. We do have professionals, yes, amongst us. Our advocate, our attorney, is one of our own, who happens to be Floyd Lehodi. Then uh, we have got uh, our accountants, one of them being Joas Lehodi, who's dealing with finances and stuff. So we are not a big community like uh, Mohalakou in uh, Tukenheim, Dubazi. We are a small community, but we have got everything, actually. then. Uh, our entity is being led by trustees, as I have already said, that it's a trust. One of the trustees uh, is uh, the old man Ndate Tomi Lohodi. Then we have got uh, uh, the likes of Ndate Mokaka Lohodi, Ndate Hanyahu William, and Ndate Michael Lohodi. Then um, those are the founders of this trust. Then we have got a liaison committee, which serves as a a link between Anglo-Platinum and the community. It represents us in meetings because not everyone can be able to attend those meetings. As I am saying, it has been now about three months that Anglo-Platinum was not interacting with our liaison committee. Even our liaison committee, as and when they've got meetings with Anglo-Platinum, you can just feel that, you know, these guys doesn't have, you know, Our interests at heart. There will be just, you know, noting down issues, noting down issues. Theirs is to note down, but implementation. I think that feedback,
1: um, I mean, that insight is quite useful in shaping and really appreciating where you come from, the kinds of frustration that you're experiencing. If I may assess your issues, is that ownership is an issue from where you're sitting, issues around procurement in the main, that procurement does not favour the local. But what other elements of the mining charter do you find problematic? For an example, employment equity, uh, beneficiation, human resource development, mine community development and housing and living conditions. So I'm just giving you the list of what the charter dictates and and obviously we may not assume everything is horribly wrong. There are elements that are positive, but I was also want us to have a fair and balanced approach in our conversation so that we're able to weigh and appreciate where you're coming from. Procurement always is an issue. What about employment equity? What about beneficiation? What about human resource development? Which of these do you think you know the, the Anglo Platinum has not addressed adequately?
0: You know, Nimrod, if ever I was able to finish you with the report, the last report that was presented to us, you'll be shocked to realize that in respect of all mining charter aspects, nothing, zero, 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 zero reflects on on their report. You know, it is unbelievable. I know and I understand. We are not taken serious. Imagine if you are the landlord. The next thing, your tenant will be asking you, who are you? Where are you, you know, located? Every time you go to the meetings, they'll be saying to you, explain to us your formation. Actually, who are you? How are you? In order for us to reach you, how are we supposed to do that? How are we going to maneuver, you know, in reaching you? Then it's terrible. It's terrible. I've got a report that they have presented to us. On that, good? just hold a second.
1: Um, let's take another, another quick break. We'll come back in a second because I could feel things are really heating
0: up on your end. Let's take a break. We'll back.
2: Beyond governance, making
0: sense of doing business in South Africa is proudly sponsored by Plus 94 Research, the science of decision making. Welcome back. This is Beyond
1: Governance, and this is uh, your host Nimrod Bennett. I am joined by uh, Lesetja Khodi. Unfortunately, Elton's line was terrible, so we could not proceed with nevertheless, we're really getting good insight from the community leader about the plight of his community in relation to all the legs of the mining charter. Before we into the break, Lesetja, you said to us, "Now you have received the report, and the report have scored." zero 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 as you put it yes how is it possible that a big organization like that will not account demonstrate any movement on all this element how is it possible
0: i think you know they were with us so that maybe you can ask them that because maybe they could be in a good position to you know to to, to respond to that because in our interactions i i was the one who requested that they give us a report a five-year report whereby they can show us what they have done to our community in the past five years. Not in the past 20 years, you know, just to, to, to make things simpler for them in the past five years. So it was terrible, you know, having that report that our areas where our beneficiaries are situated have indeed benefited nothing. You know, just to give you even a, a, a scenario, a, a small scenario, you know, during COVID nineteen pandemic, there were food puzzles which were distributed amongst communities. Anglo Platinum didn't even bother prioritizing one of their one of their own, the landlords, the real trust, their community was never given any handouts during that period. And to our surprise, there are you know surrounding communities whom have Uh, benefits from other schemes through their um, uh, land restitution program, land reclaims. So those people benefited. Imagine I'm in what 32 just to give an example. I'm in what 32 These guys, they come, they give what 31 they give what 29 they give with exclusion of the community that is, you know, accommodating them. So sometimes it makes us wonder how these people come to this kind of an arrangement because as i've already said that we have got this poor unit within or poor desk within Anglo called social performance those guys are frustrating our communities because they are the ones who must give direction in terms of development if I may come in, Liseko, your trustees,
1: as the representative body, which has the best interest of the community at heart, when you're saying to me, there has not been any progress whatsoever, how is it that the governing body, that which was put in place to represent the interest of your community, and yet you're saying to us, your community has not benefited anything. There has never been any contribution during and after COVID. Your neighboring communities are deriving benefits it just does not make sense. Could you just maybe clarify further? How is it possible that your trustees aren't aware or are allowing such things to happen
0: under their nose? As you can hear, that we are taking interest. We have tried every little trick in the We wrote emails. We wrote letters. We have meetings with them, physical contact meetings with them. You know, we just, you know, seem like you know we are in talk shows, whereby you talk, you talk, you talk. It seems as if they listen, but at the end of the day, nothing will happen. The very same things that you have cautioned them about, those are the ones which they are going to do. If you can say no, let's not go left, we go right. That's when they'll go left. Okay, can I just want to come back? I want to let,
1: let me take a step back. Yes. I want just I want to give us a sense of what has been the limitation of the trust. Does the trust know its job or the, the, the trust is just been undermined. Because it cannot be that you have a legally representative structure and yet there's so many mayhem happening around them. In my mind, they could either be that they are, they don't know what they're doing or they've simply not been taken seriously. Which one of these in your view? And if they are being taken for right, what have they done? Why is it that the community are up in arms when the trust sitting there and doing nothing?
0: Uh, you know, as I have said that we have tried every little trick in the book, our trustees are frustrated. Actually. And right now uh, we are just you know, weighing options, legal options as to how best can we terminate this lease with them because they are in breach action in many ways than one. Whatever we have agreed upon within the lease agreement, none of them has been implemented this far. We are weighing options as to how best can we do that, as and uh, I think not very long, we'll come up with something concrete.
1: Can you just maybe also give me an example when you're saying the list, what are the items in your list agreement which you say none of them have been implemented? Just can you just cite a few examples in your list agreement which you're claiming that none of them has taken place?
0: Let's start with the list agreement itself. It was due for review Long time ago. Every time we go to meetings with them, we have been taken, you know, from pillar to post. The issue of rental uh, value, the rental amount, was supposed to be long reviewed, but so far, I'm still talking about a four thousand three hundred rental amount, which is being given to us, which is even less than, or it is not even tantamount to the, uh, the value of renting a, a four-bedroomed RDP house in Bolagua. Right now, if you can go to Purwani and look for an RDP house, you might get it for about 4.5, if I'm not mistaken. So imagine 700 and something hectares of land with that little amount. The issue of employment. Our people are not given preference you know, when coming to those opportunities. We talk about the issue again of buzzers. Our kids are not given any opportunity when coming to that. We always hear of people coming from other areas as far as KZ and coming here to benefit. I've already spoken about the issue of stress transfer and development. Nothing, nothing at all did come from. So that's why I'm saying we are weighing options. We are still, you know, consulting Legally, as to how best can we terminate this because it didn't work for us. Thank you very much for that. All uh, oh,
1: this depth inside, um Let's go. We're gonna we're gonna just take a last quick break. Um, we gravitated gravitating towards of a very interesting conversation that we're having with you. Let's
0: take a break. We'll be in a second. Beyond governance, making sense of doing business in South Africa is proudly sponsored by Plus ninety four Research, the science of decision making. Welcome back. This is Beyond Governments. We are literally
1: on the last lap of a very interesting conversation. I'm joined by Ndata Leshichalakhodi, who is a community leader, vouching for adam, for, better treatment of his community by the mining giant in the nipopo area. Before we went to that, before we took that break, Ndata uh, you were saying One of the issues that is of concern to you is that the lease agreement has not been reviewed. The amount that has been paid has not changed in 20 years. Uh, Issues of employment uh, preferences. Um, Employment does not cater for your local folks. You're saying uh, issues such as bursaries as well as skills transfers are at the heart of your contention. So what is the way forward? What is the middle ground? Have you ever exploited mediation route, reconciliation route? And you said to us, you are weighing your option, you know, obviously legal route. Take take us through, if possible, can anybody broker peace, reconciliation between yourself and the mining company so that you're able to address these issues amicably?
0: I think through that, uh, we have not done that much. Hence now, we have decided to engage even the GMR because I think those are the ones regulating the operations of these mining institutions. So we have engaged them. We'll see how far they can go in assisting us because I think it's about time that, you know, 20 years is quite a long period. So we have engaged them and then we gave them our issues. So we'll see what will unfold. And if it doesn't work for us, then uh, the only way is just to go, you know, the legal route, you know, take them to court. Then uh, maybe the court can give, you know, another vision that maybe can be in our favor.
1: Unfortunately, we're going to have delivered here, Dr. Elkhodi, thank you very much for coming through. It has been beautiful to hear your views on a very intricate matter. Hopefully, the DMR intervention and any other stakeholders, would knock some sense and both parties will find the middle ground uh, which will serve the interests of your community thank you thank you very much welcome there you are that was not the recording um this from community in muala in region in the the thrust of our conversation was about, about the concerns about the disempowerment of minor communities in those areas their view is that the mining company, Anglo Platinum in particular, has not done well unto them in respect to all the elements of the the, port, um, the mining charter. Unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it here. Hopefully, the parties will find each other and address those issues amicably. Um, thank you very much for listening. This is Nimrod Nesud again.
0: Shalom. Beyond Governance was brought to you by Plus 94 Research, the science of decision-making.